Hey everyone, I'm Kaylee Chelios, and this week for Catching Up with Kaylee, I'm very excited to be joined with Lightning Assistant General Manager Stacy Roos. He's also the General Manager for the Syracuse Crunch. Stacy, it's been a long time since we've been able to catch up. We're used to seeing you over at the development camps and the draft and all the fun stuff that comes with the postseason of the NHL, but I know you're in the bubble right now. How has bubble life been going for you in, in Alberta? Yeah, it's been been good. Uh, Toronto was uh, obviously the bubbles are a little bit different, but uh, quite a few weeks in Toronto. And now we moved on to uh, the final four here in Edmonton, so it's been good. The NHL has done a great job of giving us whatever we need to uh, to keep us busy and and to help us with uh, you know getting the team ready for the for the games. So it's been it's been a lot of you know a lot of nights away from the family, but it's been really good hanging out with the guys here, and you're really close to the guys and and the uh, you know Julian and Jamie Pusher and Matthew Dart. So it's been been good so far yeah I spoke with Franjan earlier last week about what you guys have been able to do to you know, stay occupied on off days and and together in the nice facilities that were in Toronto you mentioned you guys playing tennis pickleball all that kind of stuff were you and in, were you involved with all that and how was the uh, tournaments up until the Eastern Conference final when you guys had to leave the nice facilities yeah oh yeah we had uh, daily pickleball games with uh Jamie and I are both from Alberta and then so it's Team Alberta against uh, Team Quebec with Matthew and Julian. So it's been it's been good. We've uh, had some good battles and a lot of fun. And it's it's been it's been that was really good. The the BMO field there and and even here in Edmonton they have uh, uh, Commonwealth Stadium here and they actually the NHL set up a pickleball course for us in the little corridor. So it's been we're back at it playing pickleball and uh, you know, on the days off there is some 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 long hours there trying to keep busy and and with limited access to other facilities. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Typically, you don't usually get to spend a ton of time um, with Julian during the regular season. But, you know, since you've been with the Lightning 2013, you were hired as the director of play development. What's it been like now, um, kind of your new role as the assistant general manager and, and being with Julian during the playoffs and, and the rest of the management staff throughout during the bubble? Well, that's been great. I mean, it's been nice to have, uh, you know, Jamie and Matthew here as well, just to to go over with Julian and all the teams, all the rosters, and then having the 12 teams there right off the start and seeing three games a day and then two games a day, you got to learn a lot of the players, which was, which was nice. Cause normally I see a lot of Tampa, Syracuse, and then our prospects. So that was nice to see a lot of NHL hockey and learn, learn a lot of the, the different players uh, that are in the league. And now you come out here and you see some, some more, a couple of different teams. So it's been, been good. And you're learning just the, you know, obviously the salary cap and learning how to, how to, how the whole, organization you know looks like for the next couple of years and then are going over our draft our prospects so we had lots of time to do that and so that part's been really beneficial so far it seemed like a pretty seamless transition for you going from the director of player development into the assistant general manager role how has that been and how has julian's relationship with you kind of helped uh, make it an easier transition in some ways yeah, that was a lot easier when I I'd worked with him you know in syracuse i was there a lot and he was there a lot uh, in previous years with doing the player development, working with the coaching staff. They're in Syracuse, so obviously you know them. You know Julian really well, and he's been great. He's given me you know, a lot of responsibilities. And then obviously with him doing the, the being the assistant GM and then running Syracuse for years, knowing Howard and Jim Sorosi and Vance, uh, the guys there. So he's helped me a lot with, with that. And then, you know, the organized Syracuse Crunchy organization, the front office, have been, they're, they're, they've been together for so long, and they're, they're a great group of, uh, of people there to work with. So it's been a lot of fun. How rewarding was it for you or kind of your job when you were the director of player development, which has now been passed on to JP Cote? 
Um, just being able to draft these young players and then, you know, when you're in that position, you're really growing with them and developing them and spending so much time um, getting to know them on and off the ice and then getting them ready for the NHL level. What was that experience like or how has that been for you um, when you were the director of player development and, you know, how you hope J.P. Cote can kind of take over the reins for that? Yeah, that's especially in, in, in today's game. You know, you learn early that with, with, the, with the salary cap, you need, you need to draft well. You try and keep as many picks as you can. And then once you draft them, that's only step one. You have to, you know, you have to get to know them. You have to, you know, develop them. They have to, a lot of them have to play in the NHL because we need the, you know, you need the entry level uh, contracts and you need the, you know, within. It's hard to find, you know, players through uh, free agency nowadays and, 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 you know, via trade. So to, to draft well and, and develop them and, and then when they play on your team is is huge these days and I think we've done a good job of that I think we can do you know we're trying to do a better job we're trying to cover you know every angle and, and give the players all the resources they need and, and you know through through JP Cote now and and Mike Ellis and Barb Underhill and Tracy Tutton and even Ryan Hamilton and the whole the whole development staff and it's been really good JP's doing a great job of working with those uh those he was there he was the guy in the, in the Myers when he played he got to go up to the NHL so it's nice when you work with with guys like that that have been through the same experiences that you know is as similar as when I did as a player you you start off at the bottom and you work your way up and that's what we're trying to do with our with our players and the you know the, the Al Murray and the scouting staff done a good job of drafting good players and then we try and turn them into to first of all good AHL players and then NHL players. And JP has a little bit of history with Julian when he played for Montreal back during his career. Um, you know, Julian was working for Montreal as well, and, and JP playing at the AHL level. He played 19 games for the Lightning. Just a long-time veteran AHL defenseman, but what about him um, you know, made him a great candidate for this new position and, and maybe some of his leadership ability on the ice when he was a player? Well, that's the first thing is the leadership. When he played with us uh, in Syracuse, when I got to know him and we were working with, with him and, and the other players, was that he's, you know, whenever there was, he never left anybody out. Everybody was always included and he worked hard. He maximized it, you know, every, every, all of his ability out of in his game to get to the NHL, played, played a long time, you know, in the minors, went overseas. So, you know, guys like that that have been through, through all the stages and all the leagues, uh, you know, they're, they're the ones you want working with your prospects because they can relate to the prospects. But the leadership is, is second to none with, with how he includes people. And, and, uh, you know, he's a great communicator. So I think that's, you know, he's doing a great job and I know he'll continue to do it. Yeah. It seems like a really great hire for you guys. And I had asked Julian Breezebaugh earlier, um, before you guys went into the bubble about his experience trying to navigate as the general manager, um, this postseason, just dealing with COVID and not knowing what to expect and, and try to get things going again safely, um, to continue to have an NHL playoffs, but for you, Stacy, what has it been like uh, with the Syracuse crunch and obviously their season also having to come to an end early? Uh, I think you guys were able to play about 62 games before the end of the regular season. How have you been navigating through, you know, trying to, to maintain the relationship with the players through all this and also just do your job and worry about drafting and, and, and what everything that kind of comes with being a general manager? Yeah, that's been been a little bit tough, especially like you said, the, the abrupt end there in March was 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 tough because we were starting to play while we were rolling and yeah. and getting uh, some momentum heading into the to a good playoff run. But once that happened, now it's just been basically keeping in touch, you know, a lot of phone calls, Zoom calls, uh, for the for the prospects. We had basically a vir- like a Zoom development camp, so basically we brought all the development staff together and we had a Zoom call and basically left it on the players to reach out to to 
you know, it was a Barb or Tracy or Jamie uh, Heffernan or, or, or JP or myself to whatever you need. So I've been going through that doing you know, power skating online, which is a little bit different because it's tough to get them all together right now. And then just working with that. And then with the same thing with the Syracuse, once, you know, once every uh, week or two weeks, I, I give them a call, update them on what we know, what's going on. And, and that's the thing. We don't really know much what's, when the training camp is going to start, when the regular season looks like it will start for the NHL or or the, the AHL next year. So it's been a little bit tough that way, but the guys have been great. They've been working out. And, and uh, you know, roster-wise, we have our, our our entry-level contracts that we know we're coming back and, and free agency starts here uh, in, in October. So we'll have to wait and see where we can, you know, how the play, rest of this playoffs go here with Tampa, and then we'll we'll go from there. So um, it'll be a big <laughs> – I think things are going to happen really quick. So we'll, we're, we're prepared for it. We're ready for it. And, you know, like I said, just keeping in touch with all the all the Syracuse players and, and our prospects and updating them for as much as we know is all we can do right now. Unfortunately, we weren't able to see them on full display at the camps and like we normally do in June or even at the rookie tournament, obviously, um, which we normally see at the end of August. So without having that, we did get to see, you know, Alex Barry-Boulay, Cal Foote, Volkov, um, Stevens and Joseph um, asked to come skate with the team the lightning at training camp in Tampa uh, of some of those prospects like the Cal Foots and Barry Boulay finished I think first in scoring for your team this year what stood out to you about them and, and how they look and their improvements or adjustments throughout the season well, I think I think the biggest thing is, is it was funny because last game we watched Julian and I were together March 11th was in, in Utica and he left the game and and Barb and Foot were probably the two best prospects in the game. So that's that's kind of where they're getting to as, as prospects is when you, when you go to a game, you notice them right away and they have an impact on the game. And I think you look at our players that have went up, Stevens, well, he was at that that stage in his, when he was in Syracuse, every every time he went on the ice, you noticed him. Joseph's like that, Volkov. So I think, uh, you know, those two players are, are, are good prospects for us. It was great for them to get up there and, and, and go to the camp and, you know, I watched uh, on online there, and they looked really good. So that's uh, you know, it's promising for them for their future, and promising for us for the Lightning to have them in our lineup soon. Ross Colton was another player too, who seemed to have a pretty strong year. And you have a couple more players, um, prospects in Boris and Kachuk and Taylor Radish, 2016 second round draft picks. How are they kind of coming along at this point in in their young careers? But um, you know, no longer rookies right now. They've, they've kind of had the experience that you'd hope that they would get playing at the AHL level. How did you think that they uh, competed this year with Syracuse and, and the improvements they've made to try to get to that next level? Yeah, they made, made huge improvements. Uh, Ross was, you know, he was, he, he's come a long way. He was playing all, you know, killing penalties, face-offs, power play, some power play. So it was, he had a big year for us and, and, and same thing. He's starting to score some more goals. And as when he was younger and when he was in, in school and in, in, at uh, Vermont there, he was scoring goals, you know, so he's starting to do that more consistently. So it was a huge year for him. He, he really, he was wearing a letter. He was assistant captain, you know, by the end of the year. So that was great for him and the leadership is, so he's going to be, he's a solid prospect for us and, and, uh, and Taylor, same thing. They were scoring. Like Taylor's a natural goal scorer. He was finding a way he was, you know, closing in on 20 goals. So that was, a good solid year for him and Boris. The same thing. He was playing some center as we, uh, we, you know, we lose some players up to Tampa. They got called up, so we lost some two centermen with Smith when he went up, and then uh, and Mitch Stevens. So then Boris was playing a little bit of center. So that was a good. It was a good year for him. All, all three of those guys, good solid forward prospects, and and they're getting closer to the you know becoming NHL regulars, which is which is good for Tampa. 
are most of the prospects um, that you're keeping in touch with and doing some of these Zoom meetings with and the Zoom power skating uh, coaching with, are they able to get on the ice this offseason? And, and kind of what are their expect, What are your expectations for them as you get ready to hopefully have some sort of a, a camp um, or an ability to watch them after the postseason here at the NHL? Well, yeah, that's the, that's the tricky part. It's all different with every, you know, Alberta or, or even in the States or, or Ontario the rinks are starting to open up, uh, you know, more and more now. And um, so I think it's, they, from what I know now, they're all on the ice, they're all skating, they're all, you know, trying to, you know, practice with teams or getting buddies together. So it's been a little bit tricky that way, but, you know, there's lots of, uh, you know, everybody knows in, in, in different leagues, they're all in the same, the American League and the NHL, are, you know, they're in the same boat. So all these players that live in, in you know, Toronto or in, or, in, or in, well, all these cities are looking for ice time, looking for people to skate with. So, you know, that part's been good and now it's, you know, like I said, a little bit trickier. We've never really had to deal with this before, not having a training camp. And usually they're into, you know, they're full, full, full bore right now. So it's been tough for them, but they've, they've all done a good job. They're all, one thing is they're all motivated to get back on the ice because they've been off for so long. So that's been a nice thing of, of uh, you know, once they get back on, they're, they're eager to get at it and they're, they're well, working on their game. How much has Julian just kind of helped – both of you being able to work together and throw things off each other in terms of being able to get back to a little bit of a new norm and, and navigate something that obviously no coach or general manager or player has ever been through before, just in, in terms of trying to stay on track and, and do your job. Yeah, that's been huge. And, you know, and like you said, we both kind of, we just throw around ideas to each other about, you know, when, when, when things come up or, or you get, uh, you know, players are looking for, for, for answers and we just kind of bounce each other ideas off each other. So that's been a huge help to have him, here and, and like you said it's, we don't know we're just dealing with all these new problems as they come and we've, no, nobody's ever been through this before and hopefully never have to go through it again yeah well thank you so much Stacy. appreciate your time I know you guys are busy but I'm glad you could take the time to talk to us I know it's been an interesting summer for you and, and a big transition obviously with COVID and everything that's happened yes well thanks for having me yeah thank you take care and uh, yeah. good luck the rest of the way thanks have a good day